What is up, guys? Welcome back to the John Dawson Podcast. Today is an insane episode. I'm going to do a quick intro here for you guys because Vizzy jumps right into it. Um, But first, I wanted to hit up some of the reviews that uh, you guys left me on iTunes. Um, If you want to leave a review on iTunes, please go do so. um, And I'll read a couple of them at the beginning of each episode. Um, I would like to read one from Big Papa Pump. He says, I could, or she says, "Mm -hmm." Um, I could listen to John all day. Honest, respectful, and insightful. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, we got Lil Pin Twenty on TikTok um, said, "You the goat!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! I appreciate that. And for everybody who doesn't know, goat means greatest of all time. I don't know if I'm that, but I appreciate it. Um, also, uh, Marcella, I think you would say it, um, says it's great to hear a real and refreshing perspective on certain in- events. John is awesome, and I'm excited for future guests. Thank you so much. This guest is going to be insane, so I hope you're excited for this one. Um, and the last one I'm going to read is from Sea Dog 5244 He says, John does a great job, explains the day-to-day life of people in America during this crazy time. Much respect to you, sir. Love listening. Thank you guys so much. I will read more of them at the beginning of the next podcast. And I have to say, this podcast is going to be insane. We're going to dive deep into some crazy, crazy craziness. So if you can't handle it, please... Don't listen because we get into some stuff that you're probably going to want to discount. And I encourage everyone to do their research, okay? This podcast is to bring attention um, to certain aspects of what's going on in the world today. But in no way are we saying that absolutely everything we say are facts. We are still researching. We are still looking into everything. So please listen. Please research. Please understand that these are all meant to help, not divide. Um, Vizzy jumps right into it. So I'm going to go ahead and give him his intro and then let him go. Um, and take off with it guys so thanks so much for joining me again on the john dawson podcast and we are diving into it right now what is up everybody welcome back to the john dawson podcast thanks for stopping in again um i wanted to mention a few things before we get started here um i've been getting a ton of reviews i think we have 80 reviews in only seven days on itunes so i want to thank you guys for that um it is awesome that you guys are listening we have over a 94 percent listen rate which means you guys are listening to the entire podcast I love you guys for that. But today we have an epic episode for you guys. I've been excited for this. Um, we got Vizzy the Vezo. You guys, um, you guys are in for it. I've followed this guy on TikTok since the beginning, I'm pretty sure. And the stuff that he puts out is mind-blowing. I'm gonna let him introduce himself and then we're gonna dive into this one. Um, trust me, guys, this this is this is pure gold. So get ready. Anyway, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, so um okay, I mean I'm already busy, so um, one, one of the things that have, uh, that have been really unprecedented that people really do sleep on, and it is, it is so apparently there, that the amount of deni- deniability that the American people have on these kind of subjects is unfab- like basically unfathomable. Um, is, is, the, is basically, I don't want to get your, um, your podcast censored, but um, I don't doubt it. Censored. it. it it's it's um, the, the NWO. People don't understand the new world order. People don't yeah. understand how very real it is. It's happened before. The the and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and backtrack to where it really began. It began um around the time of the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, right? We were always Americans were always fighting communism, always. Then suddenly, uh, after the Cuban Missile Crisis, we all we all slept on it. We all turned our eyes to terrorism. Terrorism became the new opposition of of the American West. Communism has always been a very real threat that oh, yeah. the American people have been sleeping on, oh, yeah. and and it's not just it's not just China, it's not just Russia, it's 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 every communist party that we have fought against that are still very alive. And instead of um, fighting us with boots on the ground, 
because obviously that, that's, a, that's a stupid decision to ever try to fight the American people with boots on the ground, is to actually try and control the American people. You control the American people, then you start controlling the politics in, um, in American society. And uh, we, we see this in so many, uh, so many districts. We see it happening in Australia. We see it happening in America. We see it happen in a, a lot of first world countries where a lot of power is um, accumulated. For example, a lot of, um, so what, what, what they'll do is they'll start, um, I'm pretty sure you've heard about, uh, even Call of Duty actually made a trailer about this. It's extremely accurate, made by, um, made by an ex-KGB uh, member, a uh, very real person. His name was uh, Yuri some, something with a very yeah. complicated I think Russian I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, and he, so uh, basically what, what they do is they try to demoralize the U.S. And they've been very successful doing that. Uh, George Soros has also been a huge fundraiser for a lot of these programs. Yeah. Um, and with com with communism, the elites profit so much. The very very top one percent rich people profit so much from communist countries because they end up ha handling a lot of the power, a lot of the manufacturing businesses. It does a lot for um, high profile elites to benefit off of um, communist societies. Yeah. Uh, with that. With that said, what they've done is um, attack our school systems, especially our uh, colleges and universities. It's no longer uh, it's no longer a place of learning and challenge because that's what a college yeah. is supposed to do: challenge yeah. you. We got all these safe spaces. We got all these um, uh, microaggression areas, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and it, 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 that's not what a school is supposed to do. School is supposed to challenge you. It's mainly because because I went to a private college and. It was, it was a private Christian college, and they were still teaching the same thing that every other college. Like, there was no outside-of-the-box thinking. There was no creativity. It was basically channeling, which is insane because I thought a private school would kind of have a different curriculum, you know, because they go by different guidelines. But it was literally the same because I went to junior colleges, public, you know, the public junior colleges, and it was literally the same, the same stuff. Everything was basically verbatim in a way, no matter what school. I went to three different colleges, and it was all the same. Right. But, but what, we, what we see now, it, it, this is like, re, it's, it's worse in Australia than it is here in America, believe it or not, that they have, uh, that they, so what they'll do is that they'll have uh, your average, so let, let's talk about China, right? You'll have your average, uh, your average Joe in China, right? This guy's a nobody. Suddenly he comes to America, he's a somebody. Where do you get this money from? Pretty sure we all have a good idea where he got the money from. Yeah. What this person does is basically invest into high profile um high-profile businesses like Viacom, they'll end up investing into schools, programs into schools, and these schools promote a communist agenda, which is why you see so much Antifa, so much, um, not really so much BLM, but BLM, you, you'll see a lot of these leftist control yeah. uh, programs, and it, that, that's, that's, what they're, that's what they're trying to do, indoctrinate the young, so that way, that, that's how you demoralize a generation. You yeah. bring that forth, and now you have a generation that's completely... Uh, that ties in with all the kids walking around with fuck the police signs and making that a norm for kids who are three years old, four years old. And people see that on TV. And, and we talked about this on the last podcast. Uh, basically, just the, the scale of what the norm has and is becoming. And it's insane. It's clear as day, especially 2020 is making it obvious. People don't understand that the Communist Party right now actually control our norms. Yeah. And how they do that is that since 19, uh, this, this all started happening literally after, after the Cuban Missile Crisis. They decided to, uh, you know, start investing in all our big tech, our big tech companies. And what they successfully have done is uh, consolidate our, in 1985, we had about around 50, uh, we had around 50 
TV news networks that were privately owned. Yeah. Now we have four big uh, big tech companies that own them all. The yeah. only one with exception is Fox News. Fox News isn't completely owned by a big tech company. They have yeah. enough uh, equity in their company, and that's why they're able to say the things that they want to say is because they're not um, they're not within Subjective the jurisdiction of the big power. tech companies. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so the mainstream media is completely, completely run by four big tech companies. And the, and the reason why it's four big tech companies and not like just one, because if they could, it would just be one, is because of monopoly. Yeah. Same thing with our, uh, we see the same thing with our, uh, with our cellular, cellular devices. Uh, we have a monopoly on that now. We pay significantly more for our cellular devices because there is a monopoly. It's cut yeah. up into groups, yes, but they're all on the same agenda, yeah. which, is why, which is why we pay all these high prices. Um, insane to see and i've seen that and that's what i keep telling people about the media is that it's insane how you can find anyway we talked about this you know another podcast and and the the continued theme of all this is that the media has the ability to plant whatever seed they want and if they plant it often enough it now becomes fact in your brain and any small person that it doesn't have the size because and nowadays we go off blue check marks. We go off of how many followers. The big people are the ones that must have it right. That's how they gain, you know, all the traction. So as a media source, we or as as humans, we look to these major, you know, media sources as they're huge, they're right. And then we start falling in line and believing. And anybody who says differently is called a conspiracy theorist, is called crazy, when really they're just free thinkers seeing what's truly happening. And it's it's insane that we get like like even myself we get turned into this, you know, crazy, you know, crazy guy, you know, conspiracy theorist, when really it's like, well, no, I'm just looking at a lot of different things from a lot of different angles and I'm doing a lot of digging. So anyway, I'm going to let you continue with your thought, but I find that interesting how people find critical thinking to be a negative thing. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up is because uh, we get smeared with conspiracy all the time. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm used to it. People call, call me conspiracist, which I have never even actually laid out a conspiracy. I've actually proven each one to be 100% true, yeah. and pe- people still have their deniability. But yeah. since the mainstream media is so heavily controlled by uh, just, you know, we only get national news. We don't get to see what's going on around the world now, do we? We don't. If you look around the world, Q, uh, the, 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 Q, the QAnon conspiracy, and I put quotes around that, yeah. uh, quotations around that, that uh, it's all over the world. It's yeah. all over the world. The, the whole, this whole right-winged conspiracy is all over the world. It has started huge movements in Germany. You should see Germany right now and how, bad the, uh, or how great the QAnon uh, gathering and um, the amount of people that promote this. In Germany, yes. it's, it's huge. I, that's crazy because I always have these people hitting me up from other countries saying, bro, I see what's going on in your country. Cause you know, on my Instagram, I'll have these, these contractors. Cause that's what I do. They'll be, they'll be from Canada. They'll be from uh, Russia. They'll be from, um, uh, I got some from China, Sweden. And they're all like, what's going on? Like in America right now, like I see so much. And like, I never thought about it until you literally just said this. I'm like, how do I not know anything that's going on in any other part of the world? I literally, I mean, I watch mainstream media because I'm curious what they say. I know nothing. I know nothing about what's happening anywhere but right here. Period. Like that's it. That's I, I never thought about. It. That's crazy. That's yeah. There, there's all there's there's a lot more going on behind the background, and I think that have you taken a look at uh, Trump's um, sec, uh, second term agenda? Not really. No. I uh, heavily consider uh, take. Uh, you can even do a private podcast where you don't have to interview anybody. Just review that. It's a it's an amazing right. uh, second term agenda. Very exciting. Um, 
But with with that said, he mentions that he wants to expose um, something to the uh, to, something to the effect of the money system in in the U.S. And I think what he's going to end up doing is exposing a lot about the Federal Reserve. This guy is a man on a mission. That's you, dangerous because we know what happens. It's very dangerous. Do that. <laughs> this this guy uh, Trump 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 uh, President Trump has been. At, we're talking about the amount of people, the amount of bad shit that has been said about Donald J. Trump. Yep. is incredible it is shocking how much people believe in all the negativity in him yeah um and don't, don't get me wrong he's not perfect no but he's pretty damn he's close. not yeah and that's what i tell people I'm like could you do you really think that this man has literally done one 100 bad since office because if you follow the media it's 100 bad i'm like i've never known anybody no matter how evil that has done 100 bad from start to finish like the president of the United States is not, it's just insane. And, and I wanted to ask you this. So I've asked, I, I, I've talked to a lot of people over time who want to believe, want to kind of jump on the Trump train, if you will. And they always say, if you really think Trump's doing all this, like we've talked about, how come he hasn't been assassinated? Like there's the most powerful people out there that he is destroying. He's tanking. He's taking billions from people by, by I mean, just his first hundred days in office, the bills that he passed took billions from people. How is he not dead? Like legitimately, because he like, was because he was part of, he was part of that group of elites, as you mentioned before. He knows yeah. the playbook. He knows. Yeah. He knows it. I mean, we've seen it. Uh, keep in mind. I'll give you. Th- I'll give you three main points that people don't know about. Right before, um, right before Abraham Lincoln was killed, he was talking about mo- getting away from the Federal Reserve. Right yep. before JFK was killed, he Same. was talking about getting out of the Federal Reserve. Uh, right before the Twin Towers got hit. They were talking about getting uh, out of the Federal Reserve. Yep, you can call that a coincidence, but it seems like every time we we want to get out of something that Remove, you know, yep. holds a lot of power, they end up getting knocked out. Uh, with with that said, you know a lot of people don't support Trump, right? And I understand that. I understand that because the amount of information that has been given to them of what's bad about him, and it's been so badly shoved down their throats. I, I can understand why. Oh yeah, you would think 100%. so. He I sounds was, like a horrible, I, disgusting I, human being. Like I get it. Right. But we're talking about the same person who had who has the money. He had the power. He was um, he 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 was, he was a playboy. He knew the he game plan. Guy. He was friends with. I mean, his political reach before he even ran for president was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was backing these people. He was going to their auctions. He was going to all their charities. Like, I I, I don't know if you've read uh, the art of the deal, but. This dude was already in it long before he even thought about running for president. So he knew the good and the bad. And that's what I always say. I'm like, the reason he's not dead is because I think he has a script of like, if I die, drop this. And every single person is going down. The whole plan's being exposed. That's just my conspiracy of why I think his extra protection is that he knows everything. Um, but gosh, it's, it's insane when I, when, I, when I talk to people about this because it really is like, but anyway, I'm gonna let you continue because I'm I'm learning stuff from you, and I, I want to hear more of, right. more of where you're going. Yeah. So we're talking about the guy that had basically everything. Come on, the American dream. This yeah. guy had has everything, and he said run for president, right? Does it for yeah. free, right? And for, what's 400k to a billionaire, anyways? Yeah. This this guy does it for free, and um, and he loses, and he's already lost like two billion dollars, which is almost half of his net worth ever since he became president. The yeah. The amount of unselfishness and like people are like, oh no, he's corrupt. He's he's a fascist. All this stuff. It's yeah. like no, to be a fascist, you have to be you have to be a, you have to be authoritarian. He's nationalist. Yeah, he's got that yeah. part down, but he's not authoritarian. If that were the case, we would already see Portland being invaded. 
but he needs to, but he knows, he knows his bounds where he needs to get permission from the state to actually to deploy actually the National act. Guard there. Yeah. So, so the amount of, the amount of smearing that we see is the same smearing that we see on the Q, the QAnon conspiracy. I say again with quotations around that. Um, it, 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 this guy, we, you know, the, the left is so anti-establishment, right? They've hated all the corruption, especially yep. the black demographic. They've always been anti-establishment. Trump yep. is anti-establishment. And now you see the establishment suddenly trying to use, especially the black demographic, they're trying to use them, uh, uh, trying to get the black vote and trying to get them hop on the board of the anti-Trump train. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm surprised people even fall for this, especially with the amount of information, the amount of internet we have. And I wouldn't completely blame them too, because not only is it just the mainstream media, it is also social media being censored. Uh, yeah. Facebook had just announced that they're going to be censoring all political campaigns, uh, campaign ads um, on their um, on their platform. Twitter has uh, been censoring the hell out of they've been Donald doing J. It. Trump. Yeah. Oh, they've been doing it so so bad. Even even YouTube though, because people they know like they know my search history on YouTube. It's mm. very conservative, and all I get is Biden I just, ads. I just uh, I'm starting my YouTube. Actually, we're going to be dropping the video within the next um, couple of days. Nice. Uh, we're, uh, everything that I mentioned before that has been taken down on TikTok, of course it has. We're going to be going over it all over again, all over yeah. again, full in-depth videos, and we're going to be covering every single subject that people need to know. And we we're doing it in a fashion to where we're not going to get censored. We're not. Yeah. We're going to do this. Hey, when, very you, when you do that, give me the link because I want to put it at the bottom of this, or just give me the link at the end of this because I want to put it down here so when people listen. Yeah, definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you the link after this. Awesome. But um. But some, someone pointed out something very, very, um, very interesting is that um, I don't think Trump is going to be the one to drain the swamp. I think he started it. I think he's doing yeah. a great job. But I don't think he's going to be the one to drain the swamp. I think it's going to be the American people. We already have started seeing this to where the I believe the New York Police Department, uh, the police police chief has already uh, requested the resignation of um, what's his name? He has a very fancy name. Um, He's, uh, I think he was the governor of New York. They've already requested for the Democratic, this Democratic person in power in New York to step down because they already know he's, this person's full of shit. Yeah. Um, it's only a matter of time until they start asking for um, the Cuomo to step down. This, this, is where, this is where the left has messed up. This is where, this is where we see, we call, like I've said on my TikTok, but it's already gotten taken down, is that what the left, what the Democrats have been doing has been very, very successful up until two weeks ago. Yeah. They are now getting negative feedback to where it is so much BS, so much that people people won't take it anymore. Now pe- now the pe- now the same people that were on the anti-Trump train are now on the Trump train because now yeah. they have only made Trump look like the only sane candidate. Yeah. I got tagged in five videos literally in three days with people being like, I'm now, I was hardcore Democrat. I'm now 100% on the Trump train just because they've opened their eyes to things. And these people are like hardcore Democrat. And I think the fact of the matter is that people had the ability to sit down and research as well as the Democrats have gotten insanely sloppy. So I want to ask you why, why have the Democrats gotten so sloppy? Like their, their tactics are so obvious in, in 2020 that I mean, not all, but like the most simple, non-politic, you know, uh, um, what? They, someone who doesn't research politics every day 
can see the BS in the Democratic Party and how they use, you know, whether, whether it's BLM, Antifa, uh, just uh, uh, misinformation, fake news to push their agenda. Why has it gotten so sloppy? Because the last election, it was sloppy, but it was still believable. They were still a crisp storyline. There's no crisp storyline on the Democratic side right now. It is 100% bogus. And even Democrats are like, we're Democrats because we're Democrats, but gosh, we don't want to be. So why do you think this has all become so sloppy? Easy. They got complacent. We're talking about these people had power. They had the money. They had everything. And all of a sudden, this underdog, Donald J. Trump, wins by landslide they weren't prepared for this yeah every, every time trump hits them with something they were completely unprepared for this they, they are making these plans to defend against trump at the very last second they, they yeah. think they're very smart they're doing very good at it and yeah don't get me wrong they've been successful with some of their um with some of their motives and narratives but they're not professionals I, like getting away with this kind of stuff when you have us now now when you have a spotlight on them because they've been getting away with it. And people think, well, there's been Republicans in office. And I keep telling people, just because a Republican is in office does not mean that they're not ran by the same people that the Democrats are ran by. I personally believe that Republicans are the same as Democrats. They just feast on a different portion of America, but they're all answering and to you the same see people. That, and you see that perfect example at the RNC and DNC. Yeah. All, the, all the Democrats that, were, um, that actually do have good interests for their country, their state, or their uh, city, start yeah. they they go hop onto the Trump train. Um, Democrats, yep. they're still Democrats, yeah. but not, but they're not they're not converting. But they're like, you know what, Trump Trump's doing it right. I'm supporting him. As of but right now, now yeah, that's the best the, option. But now we see all the all all the really high profile uh, Republicans that were that were actually dirty scurry onto Joe Biden. No one yep. in the right mind wants yep. to endorse Joe Biden. It's of no. course if you're doing if you're not doing you're endorsing right. your safety of whatever your secrets are or whatever your interest is that you're receiving, that's why you're switching because you're like, hey, I need to take care of mine because you're gonna get exposed. Right. It's a it's a lot of uh it's a lot of it's a lot of corruption in the way and you can see that it's it's so apparent. These and these Democrats are so they're not, they're not the best at trying to get away with these kind of things. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Well, because they, they never had to do it this and, and, and not to mention the exposure. Like you can't hide now. Mm -hmm. Like I even and the thing is people are like, well, there's been social media for years. I feel like TikTok, because I know this firsthand because my videos have, I mean, millions and millions of views through multiple platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I've I've seen them pop up on some random app that I've never even heard of, like some some like meme app. Right. The, the sharing of information is at an all-time high. So it, you know, it's not just you share something on Instagram and your followers see it. It's you share something on TikTok and it goes to Twitter, it, goes to, it, goes, it spreads. And next thing you know, that video has been seen 100 million times. That's never been an, a possibility for a, a nobody like, like myself. So I think that's why they can't get away with anything. They can't squeeze behind in the dark. Someone's going to see it, blurt it out, and then people are going to share it. Right. You know, um, and, and taking a step back from all, all of these uh, topics that we mentioned is that we only really have two main sources, or maybe three, but like really two main sources of like big information, right? We got QAnon dropping his Q drops, right? But they're, they're full of questions and you have to do a lot of research, right? Yeah. And yeah. they're difficult. I, it, they're difficult, right. And then you have to wait a couple of days so someone can crack the Q code. Um, and then furthermore is the, um, the end, not just the NWO, but it's, um, sorry, I, I got off track. So QAnon and then you got chat, um, 
you got the Falca Ball. That's what I want to mention. The Falca okay. Ball. You seen that video? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've been telling people to go watch it. Um, and these these are a lot of um, it's a lot of half truths on that video. Don't get me wrong. You get to raise your questions, yeah. and then you see a lot of it is pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, but what what I'm saying that I'm gonna start doing on my YouTube is something that's gonna make these two look like a joke because these people are just giving you guys the half truths. These guys are not yeah. showing you the actual evidence. They're saying mainly look, just I'm where to make- look. Yeah, mainly like, hey, do your own research. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, I'm not gonna make you like, hey, like, you know, this might be happening. I'm being suggestive about it, bringing skepticism to you, and then you go do your research and you go confirm it's true. No, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna tell you exactly what's going on, and I'm gonna show you the evidence, the sources, the proof, and everything that needs to go with that. Uh, This has been, this has been like research that, like, this is about like what, like four months of research in the making just for these videos, and you'd be surprised how much information is actually pretty available. You just got, it's just. Somebody has to tie it all together. And that's what I've been doing for the past four months. And since, and since I have become, you know, basically Johnny Red Pill on TikTok, yeah. people come into my DMs and they send me information. I've got so that too, yeah. Now, and now, so not only was I like doing okay, just doing my own research, now I have become a hub of information. And the, the, it, it is so, I'm going to say this, it is, it is beyond terrifying if you really knew the the actual truth behind it. Um, I expect my my videos to actually terrify people because yeah. the amount of lies that people have been shown in it, it's whatever you think what's going on in politics, whatever you uh, that's just surface area. You have yeah. no idea how deep this gets. And the weird thing about it is that the deeper you get, you see that religion always gets pulled into it. Religion yeah. always gets pulled into it. You get into the deep state, you get into some really weird nitty gritty of any part that's government. You get into the deep foundation of what it is. It's all. It always comes back to religion. Something yeah. religious is is involved. And uh, and I'll and I'll give you I one prime it. example. I'll give you one it. prime example. Is that Abraham Lincoln? Right. We all we all love him for um, freeing the slaves, even though he freed the slaves for you know economic um, economic motive. Yeah. But um, he. He, he fucked us over. He fucked us over really bad with the Civil War. He spent so much money on the Civil War, um, the American people could not afford it. So what yeah. he did, and the founding fathers warned warned the, uh, the next presidents after them to not do this, but he ended up doing it anyway because he really had no choice, is to use the IMF, the International Mutual Fund. And uh, that, that they created the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve was created by the Rockefellers or was invested yeah. by the Rockefellers, invested yeah. by the Rothschilds, Rothschilds very yeah. powerful people at that time. And what they and what, what that caused um, Abraham Lincoln to do, in a sense, because they were flat broke. Abraham Lincoln, you, if you, and this is public record, you can find this, is that he inflated our money by 2,556%. No <laughs> president has ever, ever done that up until, um, up until FDR. FDR ended up doing this after yeah yeah um, because what happened is that okay we have our gold he put up the debt right he has that debt he and you know he he goes through his presidency he dies now it's time to pay up the time to pay up was during FD, FDR and you'll see the inflation hit again and that's what that's why we ended up going into the uh, the um, the Great Depression people think yeah. it was because of Calvin Coolidge the 30th yeah. president he had done such a great job. And then suddenly FDR comes in and then he ends up ruining it. No, FDR was completely screwed from the very beginning. When FDR became president, it was time to pay the IMF. That's why I went to the Great Depression. Damn. We gave away all of our gold, all of our gold, and we still didn't have enough gold to pay it all off. 
So what they ended up doing, what they ended up doing. I don't even know any of this. I'm like sitting here like listening. Like that's crazy. Man. This that's, is 100% factual too. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to provide all the evidence when I start making the YouTube video. But, um, so what they ended up started doing is, um, introducing the birth certificate. It had existed 30 years prior. It was a birth certificate application, but nobody really cared about it. It started getting pushed after FDR gave away all our gold. And what they started, what the birth certificate was, was a form of collateral. It was a contract. This is, this is why, and it, this is why it gets into religion all the time. When you get into the deep, when you get into the deep government stuff, it always falls back into religion. Yeah. It's a form of necromancy when your parents sign off on your birth certificate. Everyone, before, everyone born before 1999 is signed off as collateral to the IMF and to the Federal Reserve. I actually, I've uh, researched that and I've seen that. So I, I do know a little bit about that. And that has to do with, it, it, that's where they dive into like the, the, the fact that hospitals, birthing, like hospitals are, what do they call them? Um, international, uh, like they, they compare it to like a ship in international waters type situation. So you yeah. don't belong so to anything what, until they sign you off. Yeah. So when your parents sign your birth certificate, it is, uh, it's basically saying that you're either dead, lost at sea or MIA. Damn. But, but no, because you're signed off. And what this, what this gave the opportunity to do when you become collateral to the government, that means rich, very rich elites can buy you. And it doesn't mean like, oh, they get to take you and do whatever they want with you. Is that you become an investment. So whatever money you bring into the government, it doesn't go to the government. It goes to them. They're buying your tax money. They're buying, they're buying, they're, they're, they bought out the government. Yeah, that, that's what that does. So people were, uh, very rich elites were actually able to toss us around and take equity of the government. Supposedly, this ended in 1999. If it did, why are we still using the birth certificate? We don't need a birth certificate. Think yeah. about it. What is, like, we have an identification card that can prove um, who we are, prove that we yeah. were born here in the U.S. You don't need yeah. a birth certificate. It was, it, it's, it, it's being used because... Because we, we were we were a form of collateral for the government because uh, we still have that national debt. That's that's crazy. I'm like, because yeah, I've heard we're, things. We're the, gold about, bar, we're the gold bars. Yeah, pretty much. Because we don't, I mean, obviously the amount of money that's floating around, there's, we have nothing to back it at all. I mean, it's just paper. It's just paper and numbers. That's, that's crazy. Because I, I looked into that a little bit. So... I want you to go deeper into this backed by, or, or, or you've always find religion. So what, what, what do you mean when you say the more you dig into the government, the more you dig into, you know, just the way that everything has been ran since, you know, all right. So form. money makes the world go round. If it's crowns, if it's euros, whatever it's, yeah. it, it's, it's money's money. Yeah. And what does all money represent? It always represents gold. Mm -hmm. Well, it always, it, it, and it always does. It always backtracks to the central bank. Who controls the central bank? The Vatican does. Why? Yeah. Uh, there's some history. I'm, I'm sure there is into that. But the fact is that the Vatican owns the central bank. And what, and what they have uh, been doing for quite a while is proving themselves to be, they have to be the, the overseers of all big money transfers. So before a war, because what do you need to do when a war starts, right? You need to start putting money in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Vatican knows when the wars are going to start. The Vatican knows when the Vatican knows everything that has to do with money transfers. So they know when, when something's going to happen, when something's going to go down. And the thing is that they control the gold. They control the gold. They oversee all trade, which is why, which is why we have something. But, but the thing is that they have all the money, right? They, they make up this debt that we have to them, right? It's not, it's not real debt. It's, it's like, 
we've accumulated this interest. They're the richest people in the world. They control yeah. money. They control the IMF. These people, in in retrospect, are the money. So they just hold numbers in the air. Basically, they just basically keep a tally. That's it. Which is why we now have a new act that has been skepticized a lot. I skepticize it too. Right? We have Nisera and Justera. You ever heard of those? No. It's an acronym. It's a, it's a, it's the Nisera Act. This is national, and then we have a Justera Act, which is global. Um, wow. So it is a. Um, and I want to say this correctly. It is a. So the Nisera would be national ec- economic. Um, it'd be basically a national economic recovery act to really put into short terms to make it really explainable. Um, and what it, what it does is basically, uh, the biggest thing what it would do is basically say, fuck you to the IMF. We wouldn't pay them anything. We wouldn't pay them anything at all. We would come, our national debt would basically go back to zero. Cause think about it. All the, um, all the banks, right? We're like bank of America, bank of America is actually really, really strongly tied to the central bank. But, um, they, all the all the banks answer to the central bank, right? So that means all of your debt, all of your credit cards, yeah. unless it's a private bank, but there's not too many of those. Yeah, um, you're not. Yeah, yeah but exactly. that means you that all that money you owe, you technically owe to the central bank, the Vat, aka the Vatican, because that's right? basically where the major backing comes from for all banks or majority of banks. Exactly. So what happens if um, everybody decides, uh, if if the whole nation as a whole decides not to pay? What happens? It, oh, I don't know. <laughs> nothing, nothing good. So nothing happens. Um, basically, what would happen is nothing. You would see some rebuttal, sure. It'd be a yeah. lot. A lot of it would be underground because people, uh, the Vatican, still wants to be this um, this religious, still wants to hold Power. up this religious uh, front. Yeah. But. Um, Nothing would happen. The debt that we owe to them is like is nothing but interest. It's not nothing. It wouldn't hurt them at all. They they already have the gold. They already have the money. It wouldn't hurt. So they them have what matters. All. Basically, they're just throwing numbers out our way. So if we didn't pay it back, it would make no difference. They they, they would literally lose nothing but tallies. Because people don't know that the Vatican is see this is this is the this is the what Donald what Donald J Trump has done since like 2017. He's ahead of the Illuminati because the central bank is part of the Illuminati. Okay, it's very it's 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 a it's a pillar of the Illuminati. Yeah. And I'll tell you exactly what Donald J Trump did is that he went to um, to the UAE, right? They recognized him there. You, did you ever see those pictures of him basically being endorsed by him? He went to. He had, he had a fantastic time there. They loved him. They basically I, that gave that gave him a lot of royal power. That royal power gives him power in different in in other Trump. areas. To Trump. To Trump. This was to back Trump. in the day, though, right? This was a while ago. This, this is 2017. Okay, no, because I heard I heard that he definitely went and met with him prior. Um, I heard about it in his book, but I didn't know recently. No, uh, I forgot what the royal power gave him. But then after that, he 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 wasted no time doing this. He did this as soon as he became president. Uh, then he went to uh, Israel. What did he do? He moved the embassy to um, to Jerusalem. Big move, big move on his play. That shows um, a significant amount of power for him religiously. I remember that. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's there's a lot. It's not just like oh look look how nice I am. I'm making a nice gesture. No, there's a lot of power that goes into that when you move yeah. your embassy to Jerusalem and you recognize it. And on top of that, right after that, then he went to the Vatican. There's not, uh, I don't believe there's too many pictures of this, but 
when he goes and meets the Pope. Have you seen the pictures? Have you seen the videos? I've seen the pictures. Him? I haven't seen the videos. The reason why the Pope was so salty towards Trump, not because he thinks he's a racist, not because that is because right when Trump went to go meet him, he gave him a, he, you know, they went to their private room. Trump gave him a fat fucking binder and it was full of fucking blackmail. And he just left him. He just left him with it. He went to go spend a night of a hotel, something to that effect. And he came back the next day What the, uh, what the Vatican controls is the mafia. And they also control the central bank. What, 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 the, what basically Donald Trump did was basically blackmail him to give him central bank power. So now he has a key, which basically gives him the right through the Vatican to be able to write off certain debts to, uh, that, that the central bank does. So he's now taken out... Not right now, not right now. Uh, he basically took out the, th the three main pillars that support the Illuminati. So the Illuminati still very much exists. They have their, yeah. Oh, yeah. their table, their, their high table, but he's taken out the three main pillars. He controls what he controls the main pillars that support the Illuminati. And that's why he is so hard to touch. This is the single most powerful man to have ever lived. People don't know about that. That's when you get into real conspiracy because people won't, people won't uh, confirm the Illuminati exists. People yeah. won't confirm this. People won't confirm that. You'll never get confirmation, but make no mistake. It very much does. Uh, oh, yeah. very Every much time does I exist. mention the name, people just think it and like, it just basically takes my word and throws it in the dirt. But I truly the, believe it because I've seen it. I've heard people talk about it many times. I've researched it. Um, the rituals involved with it. I, I know it's true. I didn't know this about Trump though. That's insane because that would explain the power and the control and for lack of a better word, the safety that he has doing what he's doing because he control, you know, he kind of has this safety blanket that he's put into, put in action. That's, I like, I'm tr like my head's spinning. I'm trying to understand like how in the world did he pull that off? Like, because, because he was born into the elites. He knew from the very beginning. So he knew exactly been, how they played he's the been, he's been, he's been, writing down everything since the beginning just in case because i watched his interview back in 1987 i believe it was or 1989 I he started his he's thought about this game plan for a while for a couple of years but he didn't actually start um you know making a game plan until seven years prior until he became president yeah because i, I knew i knew that he said i would never because he knew what was going on because in 80 i think it was 87 he said i would never run for president unless i saw that the world was uh, like that America needed it and it was just going down. So he knew what was going on. He just, I mean, would allow it to get to a certain extent. And once it hit that, he's like, I can't take it anymore. I have to step in. And we hit it and he stepped in. And now he already knows. I mean, he's already seen the Monopoly board. He knows exactly what's where. And he is now just traveling around dominating, which I think is why people see that everyone hates him. Everyone despises him because the people who are giving you, feeding you their information are the establishment like is smearing him. Yes. So that's what I want to ask you about this. And this is, this is a little less serious, but it's still very much out there. And for the common person who sees it every day, in regards to the Illuminati, in regards to everything else that you just talked about, where do celebrities such as the people who I assume are in the Illuminati, like the, the LeBrons, the Jay-Z's, Beyonce's, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, um, all, all these big names who I assume are involved in this because that comes with great, that, that success comes with, I don't want to say selling your soul, but pretty much selling your soul. Um, and then you have all these other artists that, you know, music artists, because they're influenced. Like you said at the very beginning of this podcast, you control with, with, you, with to control the, the United States of America, you control the people. To control the people, you control what they consume. 
So if you control what they consume, you control the people, just like the media, these artists, these athletes, all these people, I could name a thousand of them that I think are involved in this. What do you, what do you like, explain that to me, explain how that fits into all this. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so like Jay-Z, right. He's worth a billion dollars just about, but just because you have the money doesn't mean you're part of the, the cool kids club. Doesn't mean you're going to be part of that. That means you get to, they, they're consumers. They're consumers of the services. They, the, the Illuminati not only puts, push out their own narrative, right? They have their own plans, but they also have services. Um, Epstein's sex ring was one of them. Yeah. They, um, they, they had multiple services and they provided that to the, to very rich, powerful people. Yeah. It's a service. So there's so, gosh, that makes so much sense. And it makes too much yeah, sense. And, it makes and, me uncomfortable. And, these rich, <laughs> and the rich celebrities and high profile people are just consumers. Yeah. It's a, it's a business. Yeah. And that's why, that's why these, the, the, the uh, Epstein flight logs, just the, I mean, I wouldn't even go with the, the flight logs, just the amount of silence and uh, worry that you see in Hollywood from the elites um, to the point where I prefer, like nowadays, I watch shows that don't have any A-list or B-list celebrities. I want the C and D because I know they're not famous enough to be involved. I mean, they could be, but I know and I've known for a very long time because the narrative fits when the high ups say, this is what we're pushing. You can point out the exact celebrities that regurgitate that same narrative and theory, which gives you that key of like, okay, these people are either really, really going along with something or they're involved. And this is their, their due diligence or their duty to present this same information so that mm -hmm. the masses accept it as truth, basically. You, that you remember that one, you remember that one like pretty viral video of like, it was about the mainstream media and they were basically all saying like, and this is a major threat to our democracy. And like yeah. whole, all the all stations were saying that. Yeah, yeah. They did that again. They did that again. Uh, they did it with, uh, this just happened like within the week. Uh, they were all saying Donald J. Trump was offending the flames of, uh, of the rioters. They, they all said fanning the flames. If not, they said, um, antagonizing or uh, instigating the flames yeah. but they they all they all in unison all over again started saying he was Start. fanning the flames because the narrative was set they they pushed it all the way down from the top and everybody is just regurgitating and i say regurgitating because i want it to be nasty i want it to i want people to understand this you know one of my favorite lyrics is uh from j cole where he says um, I'm not going to say it, but basically people eat it up and they regurgitate me, basically saying that they repeat them. I think regurgitation is the biggest, not the biggest, but one of the biggest uh, condemnations of our nation is basically understanding that people will hear something regardless of fact checks. And I, I am 100% guilty of this. Without fact checking, without anything, they will regurgitate it to somebody. Purely saying, hey, you know, like the 13% of black people are 13% population, uh, black people, 50% of the crimes. They just regurgitate that, regurgitate. No one checks it out. No one right. checks it. And it's just this, it's, and that's where the mainstream media, these people can push their narrative so easily because all they got to do is hit it into your brain three times. And now you're sending it across your entire seven degrees of separation. And it's, there you go. You know, you know what's one of the things that I've gotten uh, a lot of backlash for because it was my latest video that I went viral on, and I go viral quite quite often. A lot, I, I you do. I, I remember like you'll have like thirteen thousand followers, and I look at your video, like every single one is over fifty k, and I'm like, what? Like, how is this even possible? Because I I like I like because like I 
like again, I just be, I just became a hub of information. So like yeah, every really day, am. someone sends me something new, and it's just like holy shit, dude! Like this is another thing that's gonna blow people's minds, and I get that all the time. Well, and, so this and is you're one I of the really, very few people that can dig deep into it because I get hundreds of messages of like, did you check out this? Did you check out this? I don't have well, the keep, time to keep, dig into it. Keep in mind too, uh, and this is where I want to give out credit as well. It's not just me. It's not just me. I have a team of like 10 other people and they are very, very adamant about the research that we do. Yeah. And so, so whatever I need and whatever research to like articles, I need, I need to put something together. It's like, it's, I'm going to have all the sources, all the information I need within that hour. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And that's, and that makes you really special because not many people have that ability to dive that deep because I, I've, try to and i just i can't i just have so many other things during my day that are and i and i'm by myself but to and i know it's there and that's the frustrating thing because i know it's there if i could i would love to sit down and dig deep but i i just can't and i feel like that's also kind of what people bank on what what these people what the, what the democrats what this entire conspiracy banks on is that no one's gonna have the time or the i don't know give a shit to dive deep enough to find out that everything that they just said is BS. But finally, and I think Corona has actually been a catalyst for this. People have said, well, I could sit around and play video games and do nothing, or I could dive into politics because in all honesty, it's insanely interesting right now in 2020. And I feel like that's huge. And I feel like that's what you're doing. And, and man, I'm, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see where this, where this all land, ends up with you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with one one more topic that I want to make sure. Yeah, you definitely, cover. definitely. Is that is that okay? So you mentioned the coronavirus, okay? Let's well, let's go ahead and full disclosure. That I'm I'm gonna say it is real. It is very much real. And make no mistake, it very much yeah. does exist. But it 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 is a hoax. It is a complete hoax and a false flag to the American people. How bad it is. It is not as bad as you think it is at all. Yeah. At all. And the amount of backlash that i got from my that one recent video of me telling yeah. everybody hey it's it's only six percent the people people are so heavily influenced and so fear-mongered by coronaviruses that they they ended up disagreeing with me they're like you yeah. have no idea what this means you have no idea what that means no i i, do. I mean people they, people defend it like it's like and i said this before, people defend it like it's their grandmother like i'm like i'm not saying it's not real i'm just saying hey you know like you said but people really take offense to it like legit offense. Yeah, even it, even republicans even time. conservatives and so, so we have, so what you're telling, so what these stats told us, right, is that only, only 6% of the people that contract it or, yeah, I want to make sure I say this correctly. Yeah. Only about 6% of COVID deaths were actually caused directly by COVID, right? COVID alone. Yeah, COVID alone. alone. Yes. Yes. However, the other 94% were, um, uh, were people that were over the age, over the expected li uh, lifespan, which is I think is about like seventy nine years old. Yeah. Um, they these are people that were dying of old age, extreme old age. Mm -hmm. That's the other ninety four percent. Yeah. With that, with that said, the most common and what 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 they what the what they're doing is that, and we have seen this before, is that those deaths are not only. Just like, hey, they also had COVID. No, a lot of these deaths didn't even have COVID. The, the other 94% never had COVID because the what? CDC and the world... No, yeah, the CDC had already came out and said this, is that they were counting all flu-like symptoms, all pneumonia-like symptoms what? as COVID deaths. That. 
Really? So, so they were counting. Because so I told people the same thing. I'm like, how come flu just took a season off? Because flu, if you look at the flu desk, if you find that, which you, it's insanely difficult to find, because usually you could just type it in, you'll find it on the top of their website. All of a sudden now, I, you have to dig deep into their website to find the actual number of, of, because of those, flu deaths. They all they didn't. transferred to COVID. And I was like, I think because flu just take took a the year being, off and said, being marked down as COVID deaths. See that that may, and I've told people that before, but I've I've never wanted to because I wasn't 100 percent positive. But I was like, oh well, flu took the season off, and COVID stepped to this, in. To this day, the common cold is still more lethal than than the coronavirus. Yeah, because the common cold could hit anybody. I mean, I I've been in my prime playing sports, the most healthy person ever, and I've gotten a common cold that has knocked me out. I've gotten the flu that has knocked me out like to where I thought I was probably going to die. Obviously, you know, doctors have an ability to grasp that a little bit better. But my biggest thing is that we're, I feel like the, the biggest thing with COVID for me is one, the inflation. We talked about this on my last podcast. If there is a pandemic hitting your nation, you don't sit back and count on your fingers is this a pandemic? How many deaths are there? No, you know by seven degrees of separation, the people you're in contact with, the people that you're in contact with that are in contact with other people, you should know some dead people. Like, I know that sounds insensitive. You should know some no. dead people. Yeah, you're right. We you really should. Dead, dead people. My, my, aunt, my aunt, right? Well, she's, oh, uh, she's, she's very old, right? She's like in her 70s, maybe 60, late, uh, late 60s. Yeah. She, she contacted, she got it. Yeah. She was good, dude. She was, yeah. she was fine. She I had friends like a fan. I had friends that their their her sister died from COVID, and she was like, "Oh no!" Like she had like three weeks to live, but COVID hit her and she died in like a week and a half. And like COVID killed her, but I mean, but, and, and they and, and they're one hundred percent. They're like, "Yeah, it's not COVID." Like she she was like the doctors already said like she's on her way out, and then COVID got her and sped up the process. And again, that's a COVID death, which is fair. I understand that's a COVID death. It killed her, but. It just not being honest is this the thing that right. kills me about and, this. And, and here's and here's why we see so much dishonesty. And I honestly, if I was a doctor, if I was um, if I was a supervisor for a hospital, if I was on the board for any hospital, I'd do the same. There's a lot of money that was being incentivized for them. They yeah. got around fifteen hundred dollars for every corona diagnosis that they got. They got around like a variable five thousand dollars for yeah. every coronavirus uh, patient that they treated, and yeah. thirty five thousand no. Forty about yeah around forty thousand dollars for every coronavirus death that they put down, which is why we see such a high death rate is because that's where the money was for the hospitals. See, they I got around forty thousand dollars for every death that they got. See, and that's and I saw a video. I don't know if you've probably seen this where this nurse hit a camera on her person, and she was working um, in a uh, a public hospital. So obviously they're always strapped for funding. Um, there was a lot of people coming in. So basically anxiety can show some symptoms that parallel with COVID, right? So what she was saying is she was in there treating patients and she's like, this person's getting treatment for COVID, but here in their tests, it says they did not test positive for COVID. And she had her camera like on her head and then she almost got caught by another nurse and then she like explained it to the nurse. It was legit footage. I don't know how, how scalable what she said in this one situation was, but she's like, they're taking these people who are on um, uh, government uh, healthcare they're taking them in with anxiety or other issues. They're putting them on a ventilator and all these other things because that's how you bump up that money. And then they're basically shocking their lungs and killing them, whether it's on purpose right. or it, intentional. It, it, and then they die and then boom, these underfunded hospitals are all of a sudden funded again 
by these COVID deaths. And she's like, it's happening all over the place. And it was, it was an insane interview. I mean, you could tell the girl was freaked out for talking to these people. Like she was not comfortable with it. So like, to me, I'm like, okay, even if that's only happening in one hospital, that is so bad. That is dark. Let's talk about one, one, one more other thing is the, um, is the cure hydroxychloroquine, right? Yeah. Let's just say it's not a cure, but let's say it's something that it insanely does help. And it can, because we we know it can cure. Yeah. And we've seen so much. We've seen like, this was a, a super drug that everyone endorsed and all of a sudden coronavirus hits. It's suddenly the shittiest drug ever. It's horrible. Let's start banning it. Yeah. And people, people are hopping on this train like there's studies out there. No, these studies are bullshit. These we've seen this, we've seen this before, um, in, with uh, with John Yudkin in the 1960s. Um, luckily, I have uh, I'm not I don't have a medical background, but I've been heavily in. Um, um, I, I go to school for nursing. I've done a lot of job shadowing. I love the medical field. Medical field is yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, what we've seen with uh, we've seen this before with John Yudkin. Okay. You uh, so what John uh, during during this time. Um, what was Eisenhower? Eisenhower had died from a heart attack. As soon as he died from a heart attack, they're like, oh shit, we got to look into this obesity epidemic, right? Why are people getting so fat? It's causing people to die. And, and what a bunch of uh, scientists came out with, they're like, oh no, like fat makes you fat. Fat makes you fat, which is, un- uh, which is untrue. Yeah. Fat has been around forever. Fat yeah. has always been around. Since the dawn of time, in everything, and suddenly, yeah. and suddenly, it's killing people. No, there's some, there's something new that has been introduced, which is sugar. Sugar is the killer of the American people. So what, so what, like uh, big, big companies did, uh, corporate companies, the sugar industry. What they did was hire a bunch of scientists that would show that fat makes you fat. Let's start, um, let's start anti-fat campaign. Yeah. But this other less popular uh, scientist which he actually had the true information. His name was John Yudkin. He was saying, no, you can see that there's a, there's a, there's a direct correlation of the amount of sugar uh, that the American consumer is consuming and the obesity death epidemic. And he was completely slept, slept on. He was completely, uh, even the most popular scientists at the time even condemned him. So it was because old school he was shadow there, banning. The old school shadow banning, yeah. Yep. And what... What, what, what ended up happening is that they, they had so much money. This person was heavily underfunded because he was a private um, yeah. researcher, a private scientist. He ended up dying in vain with his own research. It wasn't until later on we uncovered the truth and we found out that sugar was actually made you fat. What, and what it does is that, and this, and this made the fat epidemic, uh, the obesity epidemic even worse. Because what they started doing is like, okay, cool. Uncle Sam was like, yeah, all right, fat makes you fat. Let's, let's start rolling back on the fat. Well, what happens is like for uh, like you've seen this before uh, on anything when they you know like it'll say like forty percent less trans fat or like 80, yeah. 50 percent less yeah. trans fat. When you suck the fat out of something, it's really bland. So what they ended up doing was put more sugar more into sugar it. into it. Yep. So when yep. you see something that says forty percent less trans fat, forty percent less fat, anything like forty percent fat, anything, it's uh, it's actually forty percent more fattening for the yeah. consumer. So instead of rolling back on the obesity epidemic, the obesity epidemic just got worse because now we're putting more sugar into the system. Because it's and, addicting uh, and people buy more and it makes right. more money. So, so he, had, he had brilliant studies that proved all this, but, the, but the, you know, the rich elites that had all the money smeared him, smeared him with fake studies, false studies that, that proved that um, fat makes you fat, which was completely untrue. And that's what we're seeing with hydroxychloroquine is that 
It was doing fantastic. It was doing great. Now all of a sudden, it's not profitable for the uh, for big pharma, right? It's very cheap. Yeah. It's all all of that. And now you see all these fake studies coming out, and it's called study smearing. It's it's I'm study not, smearing. And people believe it. I'm not people surprised. Buy it. I'm not surprised at all because you have you have an agenda, you have a narrative, you have a pandemic that, by the way, is the worst in America than it is anywhere else. I'm pretty sure. And we happen to be the ones in election and we happen to be the ones that are changing and, I don't know, uh, heading up this, you know, NWO, if you will, or finalizing it. I don't really know, you know, deep down the actual, in that, like, where we are in that phase. But this is a huge key, like, component to this. If someone decides that they figured out how to solve it and life can go mm-hmm. back to normal, like, tomorrow, mm-hmm. they're screwed. And I'm not talking right. like Biden screwed. I'm talking like global, it globally screwed. If this, if America solves this sooner than they're ready for it to be solved. If you play, like- if you pay, if you pay close attention to it, like everything that every politician does, every move that they do, it, there's, there's a deeper meaning to why they're doing yeah. it. And if you yeah. know, like, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm like, I'm smart or anything, but like, if, like yeah. I, I do know a lot about this. And if you knew what I knew, Every time you see a, a politician make a move, it's a huge chess play move. It's a huge yeah. chess play move. Like we saw Donald J. Trump walking through Kenosha. That was a huge play for the, um, against the mainstream media. Now the mainstream media has no choice but to actually show him live at Kenosha um, g- giving a fuck. Yeah. Because this yeah. guy's apparently the fascist bad guy. He's now, he's the only politician that has walked through Kenosha and saying this cannot go on any longer. And yeah. the, amount, the amount of support that Kenosha is giving him, all the, all the um, cities that, um, like Wisconsin, Minneapolis, yeah. all these big cities that were under fire are now going to become red states. And this is why, and, and since we're that's talking about- That's why the Democrats know, changed their narrative, what, last week? That's why they're changing the narrative. Now they want to become the law and order candidate, which is too late. It's yeah. too late. And they're not doing- on, they're not, Defund the police and then switch. Like, it's not going to work. This is why I think that there's a really strong possibility that, like, for the first time ever, and this is not really conspiracy. I think it's just a good guess. I really think that the California New York might turn red this year. No For way. the first time I do. Billy, I really. I, I, I've seen I some really information, but uh, coming from California, I mean, you're in California, you know better than I do. I've heard things. I've heard there's more Trump signs. I've heard people are really starting to wake up there. I heard there's been a great awakening in both those areas due to the messing up of Democrats in that area. I mean, there's no better uh, uh, advertising for Trump than a Democrat doing what a Democrat does. That that that's the best advertisement Trump can get is basically being like, well, I don't want that. So I mean. Sh- well, I think see, about it. A, uh, people, people are people like people have like this mis uh, misperception uh, of like of of people on a political scale, just the masses. People think it's just like either you're left or you're right. No, it's a huge bell curve. Really, only people that are like extreme right and extreme left yeah. are like the five percent. But like the majority of people are like you know they got like maybe ten percent ends that are just like left and right. And but like the majority of the people are centrist. You know, they're yeah. they're moderates. They don't, yeah. they, they're just going to go with whatever with, with whatever goes. And when the Democrats come out with this narrative that they are proving to do, I mean, we see New York already uh, defunding a billion dollars out of the New York Police Department. It's that's where they fucked up really bad. Is def, the the uh, defund the police campaign? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. scaring the absolute shit out of the common American person. Yep. And and anybody with common sense knows that a police 
department is absolutely necessary. You need your cities to be police. It's 100%. common sense. Yeah. Common sense. The only people this getting behind that are completely ignorant and, and out of this world emotional. Yeah, it's literally just like the 5% uh, extreme that leftist. Are loud. And, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but, but for the most part, this is why I think that that the uh, that California may go red and that um, New York may go red. They don't. Nobody wants their police force to be defunded. Everyone wants to go about their day. Everybody safely. wants to go about their day safely and have safe communities. Every yeah. a lot of people have kids. Yeah, they want their communities to be safe and policed. Even especially even the, the black, people in the hood. Gosh, those are the people that want them the most. And people. People, um, and you know, that, that covers that subject, right? I want to go into uh, how people think that uh, the black demographic is being targeted, right? Over-policing, right? How, how dare the, um, the, the, the police department over-police? Let's, let's talk about some really common sense things. Is that the black demographic, right, usually lives in the inner cities. That, yeah. I don't know why, but they just do. They'd like to live close to downtown. Where is the police department located? Downtown, downtown. Yeah. So, so already they're 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 hitting it pretty close to home. Yeah. Um, on top of that, who lives in black neighborhoods? Black people. Right. So, who's going to call the police on black neighborhoods? Black people. When your when your neighbor is getting robbed, who calls the police? Black people. That's that, 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 that's it, it's it, no, and that's what I mean, and and that's <laughs> why the ninety percent in those in those areas are like, no, don't defund the police because we're the ones that call you when our neighbors are robbing us or so-and-so is robbing us because I work in those neighborhoods where I know exactly what houses are slinging drugs. I know exactly what houses probably has an arsenal in them. And there's people, great families that live in between all of them. It's that one, two, three percent that commits the crimes or is ignorant enough to not research the fact that police have kept them safe, even though they didn't call them are the people that are out there screaming defund the police because nine people got shot last year by cops. And I'm not even going to tell you how many I think were unjust, but it's unreal. It's, it's not logical. And that is why all of this, to simplify it, to dumb it down, it's getting people emotional so that they make actions on emotions, not legitimate st- statistics and, and what's necessary for the communities. Because you ask any you know, older family member in those areas, like, Please do not get rid of the police. So they're taking a microscopic amount of people. They're casting them on these on these news networks, being like, "Look, black people want the police to be funded. If you support black people, support this." And people call BS on it all, and they're like, "No, that's not it. That's not it at all." I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with with a heart, and I'm gonna tell you why we're seeing all this happening now. And this this. Uh, this luckily this really doesn't well kind now it's getting now it's getting used to really promote that new nwo agenda but so so now we know why they're getting over policed right they they're suffering from this um this this crime epidemic right but nobody nobody's inherently criminal nobody's inherent you got to learn this stuff yeah. right it becomes yeah. cultivated by cult you can blame it on culture right yeah 100%. sure and and we're not going to deny that there's there's a little bit of uh there's a little bit of a like a something culturalistic about it now because it's been oh, yeah. in the uh, system for so long. Oh yeah. But let's let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper and really see why this is all happening. Which, by the way, if we were to pull out over policing, right? Over policing. I say that in quotation marks. Um, if we were to pull out over policing, we would see um, a seventeen point four national increase of violent crime. Yeah. I'm so surprised. so we have we have that to 
fall back on, right? But what we're seeing right now is something that's happened since Lyndon B. Johnson, the same person that signed off on the Civil Rights Act, which was a which was a giant play on the black demographic. It, yeah. he, he he's like probably honestly, if you look at his history, he's probably one of the most racist, racist. Oh, ever had. Horrible dude, horrible, horrible, horrible. So what he did was right before seven. Uh, um, let's see, yeah, right right around the time he he signed the Civil Rights Act, he's like, no. If we're gonna if we're gonna give him rights, we need to control this demographic. Yeah. So then that's when he started the Great Society Act, and what they did, <laughs> you can look this up. It's it's like on Wikipedia. It's the Great Society Act. Uh, what they did was basically go into black neighborhoods, and they told the black motherhood figure, "Is like you don't need a black, you don't need a, you don't need to be dependent off a black fatherhood figure. Maybe the government." Made the government. We will fund you. We will take care of you. And yeah. That's exactly what the Society Act did. Is that it promoted welfare? And what and that, let me and uh, let me and let me say this because I was just digging into it. If you look at the end of of his uh, presidency, you can see um, black families. You can see I skyrocket uh, 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 single family homes in the black community after what is sixty sixty eight I believe after it was, uh, like, 19, 20, it was like twenty. The same rate was like at it was 20%. Like 25, it was, 20, 22 or twenty five percent, and then it skyrocketed to like what sixty eight or something. Seventy percent. Yeah, insane. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those things caused by the Great Society Act, directly yep. by the Great Society Act. Yep. And and it was a giant campaign, and you can't really call it systemic racism. Yes, sure, they promoted it, but you voluntarily have to sign up for welfare. Which is not really systemic at all. You Honestly, the only, the only thing it is is misinformation and basically capitalizing off um, lack of education, I guess, if you would, which could be right. construed which, as as, what, as as systematic uh, uh, systemic racism. But I, I see what you, I see what you mean because it it, they, it was targeted. They were targeted by the system, but it was you voluntarily, just like twenty twenty voluntarily stepping into something where someone's saying they're going to take care of you when you did not do your fair your 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 um, fair share of research to find out if it's good for you or not and again it comes back to the same point of people do not do their research they trust people who have something to gain that's why i say you don't want to trust the guy on the tiktok who has no money to make off you but you want to trust cnn who's making billions every time you view their show who do you think is really bringing you the true information rather than the information you want to hear? And that's what happened right. in the black community in that situation. They just so, trusted. So what we're seeing right now is people addressing the service area problem. They think that the police are the problem. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that's not the problem at all. The problem is money. It always yeah. comes back to money. And if you want to see the black demographic, not even just the black demographic, because there's many minorities that are in a poverty line. And you don't, it, it doesn't even have to be about race. Minorities, does, people always think that minority has to do with, has to do with nas- nationality or race. No, it just means like you're in a poverty line. That means you're, you're my, new, um, my new population in a yeah. bigger population. Yeah. And what we see is that it's not people, and it goes back to, I, I say this all the time, it goes back to a simple, simple thing of what the government is supposed to do. The government is not supposed to give you anything except opportunity. Yeah. So, so these, so the black demographic, what they desperately need now, is that they don't need welfare, they don't need money. What they need is opportunity to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the the as soon as you see that happening, you need to start seeing the uh, the the family, the nuclear family start coming back when they have yep. economic stability. 
Mm-hmm. They, that they can afford to have a kid. They can afford to have a family. The, yeah. cult, we buy, the, the gang culture will start to weed out because There's once they can stop providing for themselves, they, they, be, they become too good for that. They become yeah. too good for that. Like yeah. we, all, we all know that you know, being gangster is kind of like, you know, like a poverty-stricken thing. Yeah. When, when the black community, because uh, after, once the, um, once the, uh, once the, uh, we had the proclamation of emancipation, the mm-hmm. black community was doing great. Within 20 years, they were, they were doing fantastic. Yep. <laughs> and they, then they, they, yeah, they got, they, they get hit with uh, other, other bullshit that they end up falling for, or it's, um, uh, with, with the reconstruction era, all that. But right now, if you, if you really want to solve this whole, this whole, uh, blacks getting shot by the police or this even even the high homicide rate among the uh the black demographic it all yeah. comes down to money baby it's always yeah. money it is and it that's is. why donald j trump is i honestly think donald j trump is honestly better than abraham lincoln and a lot of people would uh, criticize me for saying that yeah. uh, i think definitely because because uh, because abraham lincoln did it for economic rule right yeah, he did it yeah. as an economic play trump is not doing it for an economic play he's doing it because he knows that exactly what the black demographic needs yeah the black demographic does not need money what they need is opportunity and him coming back and rolling back so, um, socialist programs because yep. since he became president they rolled back on welfare they rolled back on so much yep. he's trying to bring them bring them back out of that poverty line so where yeah. they can provide for themselves and, and I've, said that, start- I've said it a thousand times you teach a man to fish and that's that's the biggest thing is is and i feel like i say this every time but it's like keeping that animal in a cage feeding them just enough to where they don't run away and then literally just leaving them there instead of teaching them taking them out training this is how you do this this is how you do this you now become your own self-sustainable individual that can create opportunity create family create all this other stuff but no matter where you look whether it's black community or anything all the democrats want to do is say hey you don't need to do that much we'll take care of it for you all you got to do is have our best interest in mind when it comes to voting when it comes to money give us everything you have and we'll take care of the rest and 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 it's it's a consistent theme all across the board and this is why this is why we see a lot of like every time like a like a, like a black individual becomes a conservative or becomes a Republican to be they 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 do they're statistically going to be doing way better they're going to be making a lot more money yeah. and yeah. once you become a conservative once you once you become a Republican the statistics don't lie they they you are already on the right path to making more money in your life so that's what uh, I don't understand I don't understand how people can't understand like like people can't see the fact that I mean I have yet to see an oppressed or a a uh, unhappy to a certain extent republican black individual i mean because speaking for myself speaking from all the other black people that i know that are conservatives it's it's when you take your life into your own hands when you say i'm going to solve my problem regardless of who fault whose fault it is because honestly the black community can point fingers a billion different ways but it does nothing if you just point fingers, just like any other person who got in trouble, who got went to prison for unjustly, who got raped, who got uh, uh, lost a leg, lost an arm. They can point at every reason how they got there. That's not going to make them any better past that certain point. Yet the black community still buys the same spoon-fed information of we got you guys, even though we're the ones that put you in slavery, Jim Crow, um, crime, uh, the crime bill, all this different stuff. And they're like, well, maybe this time. And I'm just like, it's it's aggravating. No. It's insane. You know, let's let's just agree with them for a second. The system is racist. The American system is racist. Let's let's yes. pretend and agree with them. Yeah. Great. 
fuck the system. Stop taking money exactly. from them. You're going to do a lot better off. Because yep. as soon as you you start really struggling for your bills, as soon as you really, you're really going to start wondering where your next paycheck is going to come from that's not from the government, you're probably going to end up wanting to provide for yourself, aren't you? You're probably going to yeah. become a capitalist, aren't you? Yeah. It's crazy. So it's crazy. It's, uh, we're, it's, we're, we're, People just need economic opportunity right now. And that's why Donald Trump, when he creates those uh, opportunity zones and the subsidies for that, that, that's why the black demographic is doing so much better. That's why you see so many in those communities. They suddenly, all the black people that hated him are now loving him because yep. they're giving, he's giving them exactly what they need. He's not yep. telling them what you want. It's people follow the money. People follow yep. money. When there's every economic opportunity, they're going to go to it. Now we see that, that since he's lowered the taxes to make them opportunity zones, they're doing significantly better. Businesses are opening up. Black businesses are opening up. Everyone is benefiting this. Small businesses are benefiting all, uh, this significantly. And one of the biggest significant things is that he's done is deregulize um, businesses. These stupid, stupid out the door regulations that were just yeah. like you know what I'm talking about. Like that's why that's why that's why I left that's why I left California because I couldn't start a business there because of the regulations right. that were involved. No little man without sixty grand in their pocket to just throw away towards regulation fees and filings and all that can't start a company. But you come to these you know, red states and you can actually create something because the opportunity is in your hands. And here, here's the crazy thing, Donald Trump. You know uh, his people think like oh he's an economic master which he is he's really good at creating jobs he's really good at doing a lot of things but the main reason why we have so much economic uh boost right now and so much so many jobs coming about is not because he's made subsidies uh which it has contributed a great amount don't get me wrong it's something very yeah. necessary but it's him deregulizing the uh workforce that has gave so much opportunity so much freedom for them to make more money him just put, taking down these stupid rules and saying they don't exist anymore. Go for it. Yeah. Now, that's, now that's these businesses are flourishing. Now, yeah. that, that's what's caused this huge economic boost. Just taking down these stupid playbook rules that were there, just like really stupid rules. There's for so no reason. Like, I, I, there's, there's th it's basically just to weed out. I mean, like you said, the system's racist. To weed out, and I don't mean, and I, racist in a sense of just eliminating poverty, eliminating certain individuals that you wouldn't want. But it just weeds that out and gives the people that went through the system who got conditioned to believe a certain way an upper hand on all the people who, like myself, didn't graduate from college. Like I went, I went for many, many years, never graduated because I saw no reason to stay there and pay a bunch of tuition bills to get a degree of something that I know for a fact I would have never used ever, ever. So they're right. catering. They were catering to the people who were more than happy to get conditioned and we're coming out all robots thinking the same way. And now they run all these corporations and everyone's like, because the thing is the CEOs, the, the owners, the people who founded these companies, they're not the ones that went to the college, maybe, but most likely they went to the college, but they got it handed down by their parents or ancestors that created the business. But they don't tell all these people who are in school that, hey, by the way, you're going to work for the guy who didn't graduate or who had C's and D's, who thought on his own. He's the one that's really going to be successful. And no one wants to teach that because they want you to go through this system of Think like me, do like me, learn from someone in a box, teaching you how to think like everyone else so that when you go out into the workforce, you have nothing else to offer that's different from the person right next to you. And no one wants to think of it that way, but it's like legitimately, if you go to the same college, you go to an interview, you both literally bring the same thing to the table except for maybe personality. And that's it. Yeah, Donald J. Trump has been proved like he, he, he's not a man just 
talking, talking. Like Joe Biden has done a lot of talk, not yeah. not a lot of not a lot of do. Trump has no. not been doing that much talk, and he's been doing a lot of do. He's been yeah. he's done everything he said he's going to do. He's I'm always shocked when that. I see him out there doing stuff. When he's getting like, even during his in his impeachment, the dude was out taking care of stuff, and I was like, is he not worried about the impeachment? Like he just got back from doing this and doing this, and I'm like. This guy literally doesn't care what you say. If you don't do it, he doesn't take you seriously. And that's why He's, he would rather go out and he, do than sit down and talk. People confuse his nationalism. Which he, what he is, is he's a nationalist. He's not yeah. a racist. He's a nationalist. And people start throwing like, oh, well, he, he doesn't like Mexicans. He doesn't like... The, no, what he said about Mexicans was completely true. I and mean, he didn't even say yeah. that about Mexicans. He never even mentioned really about Mexicans. What he mentioned was about coyotes and MS-13, which yeah. are both horrible, horrible... Yep. No, there's no one, no one denies. And I tell people this all the time. Like, you're just mad because he said it and he didn't wrap it up in a nice bow and hand it to you on Valentine's Day. Everyone's so mad at truth that comes out of his mouth. Oh, what is so offensive. I'm like... But did he lie, though? Because he's, like, he's no, not Hillary. He's not Joe Biden. He's not going to be there to tell you a beautiful lie. He's going to be there to tell and, you the ugly truth. And that's why people resonate. That's why he resonates with people is because people are tired of this spoon-fed baby food that's just like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't like, look, I'm going to hurt your feelings. No one, no one ever agrees 100% with everybody. Why do I need to calculate my sentence if I mean no harm, if I'm not a disrespectful anybody? How do, why do I have to calculate everything I say? Why do I have to be Joe Biden? It's like, well, I accept everybody, but, you know, if you do this, like, oh, rioters, well, they're, you know, they're, and it's like this constant babble of just BS of like, just, I don't want to offend anybody. They're criminals, they're thugs, they're doing, they're doing things that you shouldn't do. It's like, oh, how dare he say that? How dare he call them well, thugs? How dare he call it like it is? Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it like it is. You know, the, the ball has started rolling. The ball has started rolling for the American people. And it is a ball that the, that the establishment cannot stop. Good yeah. luck stopping it. I, I feel like there is something within the American people that you inherently get, even when you just become like a citizen. You inherently like, understand that there is skepticism among the American people. There is an ego to the American people. There is a pride to the American people. And when you decide to fuck with the American people, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get fucked back. And yeah. this is why we're not going to, this is why the American people are not going to end up falling for this. We're not going to yeah. end up falling I, for this. Bullshit. I forgot what president for said, this, but I forgot who it was. I want to say it was Kennedy, but it might've been someone else. He basically said the government could really take three weeks off and disappear. And no one would know because the people are the ones that make things happen. The, the population is who controls the narrative of our, of our nation. So regardless of what the government's doing, the people have the ability to turn that government's head whichever way it wants because it's the government for the people, not the people for the government. And people have lost sight of that. They always look to the government to solve every problem they have when they don't realize the power is in our hands. Well, well, the power should be in our hands and it's now being put back in our hands and people are starting to realize like, oh my gosh, Donald Trump, since he's been president, has put a little power back into our hands. And we are starting to feel powerful because in our generation, you and I, we've never really seen a, a country that really has the power in its hands. We haven't seen that go out and create. Like we have these minor, like, yeah, you can be a YouTube star, you can do these small things, but we haven't seen these building infrastructures. I mean, there's very few people of our generation that have created Fortune five companies that are brick and mortar, legit industry companies. Like we do tech companies. We've had a couple of them, but we are legit getting power back in our hands to create things. And people are starting to feel that power. And like you said, the ball is rolling and people are like, screw this. 
I got a taste of it, I, I'm not walking away. Like I'm, I'm going full steam ahead. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm talking about all this stuff because I didn't want to talk about this in the beginning because I was never open about politics, but I always had my views. And then I saw the Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff happening. I'm like, you know what? This ball's starting to roll. I better be pushing it the right direction because if I'm not and it tips over the wrong way, um, that's dangerous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it off on this note since you brought up that. Um, that uh, I'm a libertarian, right? And a lot of people yeah. are really confused about like, well, what's a libertarian? What do they believe in? Okay, two, pr- two main principles we believe in. Very simple. We believe in more power, more rights to the people, and we believe in skepticism, full skepticism of our government, right? Yeah. With that, with that said, let's talk about uh, some very simple policies and very simple principles of what a libertarian uh, wants and w- what, that, what those ideals provide. And I'm not a libertarian extremist. What a libertarian extremist would want is like, you know, like uh, police states or uh, like, you know, anarchy. No, everything. Yeah. If you're going to go full capitalist, right, don't go full capitalist extremist. You're going to get Mexico. It needs to be checked by socialist ideas. If you're going to go full libertarian, then it needs to be checked by a little bit of authoritarian. If you have too much of anything, you'll get which never go, full. never go full. never go full, never go extreme. It'll always fail. So with these libertarian ideals that I have, our very simple policies, right, is that we need to get rid of every socialist program, every socialist program, everything. We need to pull our, our uh, we need to pull our military out of every, every foreign conflict. We can, sure, we can have bases um, in foreign areas, but should we be included in every foreign, um, in every foreign conflict? No. The American yeah. people uh, are not, the, we're not, we're not the police of the world. The mediators, okay? yeah. We, we're, no, we're not, that's not us. So if we pull we we take away the uh, socialist programs. We pull away our military, and I, you know, I've I've been in the Marines, right? We they need to be defunded a little bit, not a huge per- not a huge amount, like five percent, some something yeah. to affect a small little cutback. But it's a huge amount. It's a it's a it's a big amount of money. Big money, yeah. Uh, it's big money. Um, we need to get rid, and and most importantly, we need to get rid of um of these regulations that we have, uh, the high tax rate that we have on people, these stupid amounts of income tax, all these stupid taxes, we should only really have few taxes, very few taxes, like sales tax and not even really income tax. We should really just be using sales tax. And people are like, oh no, that's not a good idea. Think about how much power and how much money that gives to the American people. Oh yeah. When you take, when you take money and power away from the government, that's power to the people. Yeah, the people, guess where the people the put that power back in back into other other people. Other yeah, it's it's not yeah. Accurate. When you're giving money to when you're giving money to the government, like here in California, after everything, it's like a thirty percent tax rate. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that is a lot of power to the government. We cannot we cannot let that go about. Like the the so I want to go further into the policies before I go on a tangent. Is that business owners? People are so concerned about how much their boss makes, how much the elite makes. Um, I like I don't know about you. But obviously, you, you work independently, and I do yeah. too. But if, but when I have worked for my uh, for a boss, I hope my boss is filthy rich. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Because if my boss is rich, that means he can afford to open up more businesses. He can afford to create new things. He can afford more hours. He can afford to give me a raise. He can yeah. afford to give other people more hours and hire more employees. Thrive. That, yeah. So the, the fact that my employer has to pay me benefits is so insanely stupid. It's so insanely yeah. stupid. The fact that people, like, again, people don't need these handouts. People need opportunity. When, when you give money and power back to the people, you'll see people that are significantly happier. You'll see a time 
post-World War II economy, where people were actually able to afford a home on yep. a low-paying job. Yep. And one last thing, people are very confused about this one, and I was confused about this one when, I, when it was brought up, is that, is that there shouldn't be a minimum wage. What minimum wage has done is inflate our money. And people go, Dizzy, like, if you, if you get rid of minimum wage, are they going to pay you peanuts? No, we have the internet now. What you would have is an average wage, and it would be up to you to discuss with your employer how much you're going to get paid. They would disclose that. And if that, if they end up do trying to pay peanuts and you don't take that job, but for the most part, you're going to be the, you're going to, the, the amount of money that they're paying you is going to, that money is going to have significantly more value when you don't pay as much in taxes. The yeah. dollar is going to be backed by a lot more. Yeah. People don't understand the simple economics that come to that. Like, uh, let's say I make $2,000 here in California. $600 already goes out the door. I don't know about you, but $600 sounds like it could help me pay for my own health insurance. Yeah. My, it can help me out with rent. It can help me out pay, paying for more groceries. It can help me out yeah. with a lot more. And that's just off of $2,000. There are families out there that live off of like $5,000 a month and like yeah. a 30% that gets taken away and they're struggling. But yeah. if they have that, 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 that extra amount, people don't understand how simple it is if you just respect the Laffer curve, which is uh, a tax rate to revenue rate uh, for the government, people start respecting the Laffer curve and start understanding the, the economics behind that. They don't have to understand it. They just have to promote these policies that it'll get, people are significantly happier when they have freedom and when they have their money that they deserve and they earned. Yeah. We're the most charitable, we are the most charitable country. So people are like, oh, okay, so people are going to start suffering. People are going to be in poverty. No, it's untrue because we're going to have, uh, we're, we're going to be, we're still going to be just as charitable. We're going to have this money. Yeah. We're going to have even more money to be charitable. Because people are going to be more willing to give because, and more willing to do things within ourselves because we have that money that's now not being sent away to whatever it goes to. So, I mean, that, that, I'm going to have to have you on here again because we got, we got to wrap this up. I, but I, there's, I have a ton more questions that I want to ask you. Um, but I already know if I ask this one, it's going to go on, go on forever. Um, so I'm going to have to have you back on here and I'm going to get that link from you for the YouTube. Go, go ahead and go ahead and ask me the question. I'll give you a clear statement. Yeah. So, so what about the taxes? So if we, if we cut down on taxes, how do things get funded? How do government, um, like say just for a simple example, how do roads, um, and, and all the government things that need to happen, how do they get paid for? Okay. Let's just, let's just throw out, um, let's just throw a, um, a number. Let's just say we get rid of all taxes, right? Um, sure, tariffs, tariffs may still exist, but for the most part, the only tax that we re that libertarians really want is sales tax, right? Yeah. Let's say the sales tax is around somewhere between five or ten percent. Some, yeah. some, it's ten percent is pretty high. But yeah. Keep in mind, we're not paying for any other taxes. Yeah. Um. So what the Laffer curve is, uh, if if you don't know what it is, I recommend you look it up. It's a very simple thing, and it shows if you tax something at a certain rate, you're going to get so so amount of money. So let's say you start at a 1% tax rate. That's going to create a lot of revenue for the government, right? People are buying a lot of stuff. It's super cheap. But if you yeah. tax at 100%, let's say you tax at 100%, why the Laffer curve suddenly drops? You're getting all the money from the American people, but why does the Laffer curve drop? It's because people are going to stop working. They're not getting any of their money. Yeah. So somewhere in between, between one and zero is a good number for the Laffer curve. So if, um, so what we see when people have to, when people pay a low tax rate is that it creates a significant amount of revenue. Just because you, you tax high does not mean more money for the government. Does not mean that at all. Okay. The Laffer curve shows that at a certain tax rate, it creates a certain amount of money, a certain amount of revenue for your government. And when you end up just going for a 5% tax rate, it'll significantly create more money for your country.
significantly more because people are buying more. People have money. Yeah. People don't understand that. That's crazy. I didn't think about it. I've heard that before, but I didn't, I, I'm not well-versed on when it comes to taxes. But that does make sense, though, because people are thriving. People are purchasing. They're, they're, they're spending the money. They're deregulated. Which, they're more free. There's more freedom. Yeah. Money, money is – that's what we call uh, – no, actually, I forgot what it's called. But basically, money is flowing ridiculously. Yeah. yeah. And every time money flows in one direction, the, uh, the government is getting something out. Well – for purchases, not for you know, like labor, because you get yeah. ta- what you get taxed on when you're when you get taxed receiving your money, and your employer gets taxed for giving the money, giving you the money, it's, and then you get taxed for spending the money. It's get ta- it's, it's come on, it's really like it's we, insane. We need to be taxed. We need to be taxed only one time, and what this will do is basically get rid of a get rid of a lot of stupid things. You see, people that are significantly wealthier are middle class. Our, even our, our poverty line would start to deteriorate because they would it, it, it just there's just too much opportunity. Going it's putting on. it into the hands of the people. That that makes perfect sense to me because for me, I mean, owning my own company, just the amount that the taxes that I file each year are insane. Like it's insane. Right. Like I barely comprehend it because there's so many different things that go around, around and around. You're like, wait, I already paid taxes. Wait, well, no, I got to pay it here. Oh, I re-. like it's just it's insane. And the next thing you know, you're just paying off all this money. That you're like, okay, well, I thought I made a good amount of money this year, but I actually didn't make anything. So mm-hmm. I completely, I, I completely agree with that, and I understand what well, it's like when you have that money and you thrive. It's it's huge for this the is, economy and, this and is, the nation. And this is why I think there's a lot more libertarians here in America than we think there is. It's because a lot of people want to have more immigrants. I everybody wants more immigrants, oh, yeah. right? Everybody, everybody wants, but why don't we want them? Is because we don't want them taking advantage of the system, right? Yeah. Simple. If you get rid of those programs. If you get rid of that, the, the, the socialist programs that we have here in the country, why not have more immigrants? Why not have an easier access road for more immigration? Yeah, because that produces that they, more econo- that, economic growth. Because when, when immigrants come here, they come here to work hard. They don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. They come here to invent. They come here to oh, yeah. produce. These are very money-hungry people, yeah. very money-hungry people. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's just going to show that, um, that with libertarian policies, Everybody, everybody wins with libertarian policies. Everybody does. Absolutely everybody. There's no one, there's no discrimination in libertarian policies. It's basically, it's like I tell people now, it's like your opportunity is in your own hands, whether you see it or not, you have the ability. It's your choice whether you go out and do it or whether you stay at home and don't do it, period. Mm -hmm. But there are things, like you said, there's, there's things out there that do uh, discriminate towards certain individuals in the system. So if you remove those things, then that is a legitimate, true, purified form of go out and do what you need to do, do what you're capable of doing, and it's mm-hmm. going to pay you in some way because you don't have to jump through all these ridiculous John, if I, if, if, I, if, I, if I asked you, what, what do you think would happen if with this tax rate, right, and with all the regulations, if you got rid of, let's just say tomorrow, right, healthcare, um, healthcare, welfare, and food stamps disappeared, right? Yeah. In about a year, uh, a year after that, what do you think the U.S. would look like? I think it would look I think it would go downhill really fast and then and then like you said, when people are in a pinch, all of a sudden they figure out how to solve their own problems. So in a year, I think it would still be kind of crappy, but I think like a year and a half, two years, people would start being on the uptick and it would all be within the hands of the people, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would, just, would now have the ability to create whatever it is that they wanted to create. It's a, it's a very extreme. It's a, it, that, that's, you know, that, that'll never happen. It's a very extreme jump. What I'm trying to show yeah. is that 
is that if you get rid of these policies, if you get rid of these socialist programs, the American people will flourish so insanely. Uh, so it, 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 the, the economic power, we would become China. We would become, we would become post-World War II, but better. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Is, I could see that. I could see but that. Other than that, John, John uh, it was great speaking on here. And um, I just want to make sure I, I give myself a little bit of a shout out, if that's okay with you. Yeah, no, but, yeah. Uh, Tell everybody where to find you. And then I want you to send me your links because I'm going to actually link them down in the show notes. So go yeah. ahead. And I appreciate you being on here, man. I'm mind blown. I'm going to probably listen to this podcast tomorrow uh, to just just take all that in that I, you just I, said. I, I got a, I got a lot more that we didn't even get to really go over, but yeah, uh, there's there's uh, I'm glad those are some very major huge subjects, but yeah, yeah my, no, so I need to have you on here again. I would love to have you on here with uh, with uh, Clayton as well because I want to I want to get you going on. I never on met some... Clayton. I would love to meet him. He seems like a great guy. Really? Yeah, he's he's cool. He he's the he's the facts guy when it comes to legit policies and what's actually going on in the government. I feel like you're the facts guy with with legit just deep deep research. Um, and I think that would be a cool mix to like get the surface level with Clayton and then get that deep dive with you at the same time. But I appreciate you being on here, man. Talk to the people, tell them where they can find you. Um, yeah. and, and what you want to say. Uh, most importantly, uh, go follow my YouTube. I'm going to be putting everything that you need to know. I'm going to make uh, people don't understand this is that I'm going to make the fall of the ball. I'm going to make like the Q drops look like a joke. All the research that you need, all of the, the skepticism that they have dropped. I'm going to give you the information, the research that they have told you to do. I'm going to show you exactly what it is. It's not going to be me just being like, Hey, look at this. No, I'm going to give you the actual truth with sources to back it up with facts to back it up. It's not going to be conspiracy. It's going to be fact. It's going to be everything you need to know about every subject. And I'm going to go ahead and read off of everything that I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover the NWO, QAnon, Shadowgate, Obamagate, Deep State, Hollywood sex ring, the Russia, Russiagate, Federal Reserve, the Fellow Cabal, George Floyd, the Central Bank, the Vatican, the Illuminati, Agenda 21, Mockingbird, uh, the mainstream media, Pizzagate, the Clinton Foundation, Rockefellers, Nasera Jacera, the Rothschilds. I'm covering the whole damn Jeez. thing. I'm not, I'm not going to get censored because we've come up with a brilliant plan on how not to get censored. Um, so go follow my YouTube. My YouTube is just Vizzy, 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 uh, V-I-Z-I space, V-I-Z-I. You're going to see a, um, um, basically like a, like a, like a colorful diamond. Um, other than that, follow my Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, I'll probably send John Dawson my link tree. That'll yep. probably be an easier way to, uh, see all my links. Perfect. But I'm going to be dropping all my main information, all of the points, um, everything that I want to uncover and, and reveal the truth to you guys that we're not conspiracy. We're going to tell you guys the facts. We're going to tell you guys exactly how it is. And um, uh, it's, it's all going to be on my YouTube because all of my shit uh, is getting censored on TikTok, on every yeah. other platform. And yeah. I'm going to show you guys everything where I'm not limited to just one minute on TikTok. I get to actually exploit the whole 100% truth where it'll be simple to understand. I'm not going to make it complicated. I'm going to make it very easy for the average consumer to understand exactly what's going on. Awesome, bro. That is insane. I'm, I'm, ex like, I'm actually like ex legitimately excited because we're starting, we're starting red pill all over again, dude, that's, that's awesome. I'm going to link that in the show notes below. So guys go click that, um, click it right now and then just open it up and save the link on your phone. That way you have it. Cause I know you're most likely listening to this with your phone in your pocket. So Go to the bottom of the show notes, go to his YouTube, subscribe, watch those videos when you get a chance. Um, Busy, I appreciate you being on. I'm going to have you on here again. Maybe after you get those videos dropped, I'll have you on here again so we can kind of talk about the information that's on there. I'll, I'll check them out. We can have a conversation about it and push those Definitely. again. Um, I appreciate it, man. You're, you're a genius. I, I, I appreciate all the research that you do. And, and 
man, thank, thank you so much for being on. Great talking to you. All right, then. Um, 